This is the first episode of Three Count. Live from the new Studio 53 in Staten Island, New York. Every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. Eastern Time. Airing exclusively on itsyradio.com and Facebook Live. And welcome to the program on this Wednesday, February the 1st, 2017. I'm Richard Vera, and I'm joined by the man with the plan, the master behind the microphone, the ham to my burger, Yo, Andrew. I can't believe you just said that. They ham to my burger. Yeah, I, just can't I love believe it. I said that too. Well, it does sound good, though. Thinking? Well, Wendy's after the show? Wendy's after the show, All I right. think so. Especially if we, 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 we hit, hit it on the head with this one. <laughs> it's the first episode of Three yeah. Count, of course. The show for the thinking pro wrestling fan. And, yeah. uh, and not only are we going to be covering topics about the WWE, but we're, we're going to be you know, keeping tabs on the entire industry. you got New Japan Pro Wrestling. That's right. you got Ring of Honor, TNA. And hell, we'll even keep Lucha it local. Underground. Lucha, Lucha Underground. Lucha Underground. Can't forget one. about Lucha Underground, of course. And hell, even like Warriors of Wrestling here on Staten Island. You know, We could talk locally about some of the great you know, wrestling promotions around the tri-state area, of course. Of course, of course. Why the name, though? Three Count. And to answer one right. of our reoccurring Hit Talkers guests, Matthew Goodhart, uh, you know, he brought up the fact that we are the second coming of the WCW trio from back in the day. And, <laughs> yeah, no, and right. no disrespect to Shannon Moore, Evan Courageous, and Sugar Shane Helms. Uh, three count is simple. Three major topics in the wrestling world. Exactly. We're going to open up the discussion, and, and we want to hear from you, the audience. And you can obviously comment on our Facebook live chat right now, as you see here on Facebook. That's right. And you can also call in 347-927-5448 to always give your opinion as well. And again, you can watch right now on Facebook Live. You can also go on itsyourradio.com. But watch us on Facebook. Share with your friends. Read the ticker. We see a lot of breaking news going on today, and I'm sure, Rich, we're going to get right into it. Oh, we're going to get right into it. So let's start it off with our very first topic. The Royal Rumble was this past Sunday to critical acclaim. How do you grade the 2017 (laughs) Royal Rumble pay-per-view? Now, do you want me to grade it by number? Do you want me to grade it by letter? Uh, graded by letter. I, I'll go with the letter grade. I'm really glad that you said letter. A lot of people do that. I'm going to give it a B plus. It wasn't a terrible program. You had a you had a lot of grade A matches. You had a lot of introductions to some great wrestlers coming up from NXT, like Ty Dillinger at number 10. A lot of good buildups from both branded shows. Why do I give it a B plus? Because it wasn't perfect. Every show Vince McMahon puts up should be. Be perfect. Roman Reigns coming at 30 wasn't perfect. Seeing the Alpha team not defend their SmackDown tag titles wasn't perfect. Seeing the Raw tag titles come in pre-show wasn't perfect. There was a lot of flaws that went on in the program. When it comes to the pre-show, to the show itself, Randy Orton winning. I thought Randy Orton looked great building up the Wyatt family, using his Viper to influence Bray Wyatt, help him get some gold for the first time. I loved it. And that's what happened. I give it a B plus, Rich. B plus. You are so kind. I'm very kind. Very You're generous. You're so kind. I give the Royal Rumble pay-per-view right. a, a good all C minus. A C minus. I give it a C minus. And I only gave it a C minus. And I'm being kind of nice too. But John Cena and AJ Styles blew the roof off their place. That They had a phenomenal match. And despite you know what you think of the result, John Cena also hasn't been WWE champion since 2013. It's been such a long time with him having the belt around. And he might not carry the belt all the way to WrestleMania. There's already rumors that he may lose it as soon as Elimination Chamber in February. And that's what's crazy. Because Daniel Bryan on Talking smack last night came out and said he was comparing 
John Cena to Ric Flair, and he says, well, comparing Ric Flair to John Cena, John Cena has these titles, and he goes a lot longer with it. He goes the mile, and I hate that. Because in the past few title reigns, John Cena has not held that title for more than six months. So to see this escalation that he might lose it as soon as the Elimination Chamber, how does that make him a good wrestler? He comes to the ring rich. I'm experienced. I've been here for a while. I earned everything. But you can't win in the Elimination Chamber. And I'm assuming, Rich, some guys in this chamber are going to be there for the first time. Oh, like, like Baron Corbin's a good example. Like Baron example. Corbin and, of course, like the veteran AJ Styles. But, yes. it's, it's, you know, but it's not about that. It's not about John Cena. It's not about the fact that I believe the 16 title reign is one of the most overrated stats in professional wrestling. You, you, win, the six, you win 16 titles, it means you have to lose it 15 times. Uh, it doesn't really mean much to me. But we're talking about the Royal Rumble pay-per-view as, as, as a whole. From a booking sense, they, right. they did a poor job. They did a poor job with that match. When you had guys like Finn Balor and Samoa Joe and even Kurt Angle possibly lurking at as, as surprise entries, they didn't deliver with that. They really kept us going, and, and you know, as as the event was going on, I was with my boys the other day. We were watching the show, we were watching the whole thing. You know, they really right. kept those part time superstars towards the end. They really made they really wanted to uh, backload this rumble where you saw guys like you know Mojo Rawley and Kalisto and even Jack Gallagher of the cruiserweight division coming towards the beginning. All of those get tossed out by Strowman, which they should. Strowman, you gotta make him look strong in a rumble. You gotta, you know, have him go over the top. I love what he did with Corbin. Having Corbin be the one to toss out Strowman. That was great. And uh, you know, James Ellsworth coming out was, you know, just for the comedic relief. But they wasted a lot of spots out of those unconfirmed, those eight unconfirmed that were going into the night, they wasted so many spots. There was no need for Enzo Mari to be in that match. No. There was no need for Kalisto to be in that match. There was no need for Apollo Crews, who I love. There was no need for him to be in that match. I think the only one they really delivered, because they had to, because I think there would have been a, literally a riot at the Alamo Dome if Ty Dillinger wasn't coming out at number 10. The fans went nuts. I went nuts at home. And uh, yeah, I, I think... From a booking sense, they could have done so much better with that Rumble. And again, here we are. We're squashing young talent where we should be elevating them with this match. It's guys like right. Sami Zayn should not be eliminated by guys like The Undertaker. No. You know, Bray no. Wyatt. And listen, if Randy Orton's going to win this thing, you might as well have a guy like Bray Wyatt in there at the end with him. Roman Reigns at number 30, I wanted to facepalm. I think everybody... Everyone did. Everybody facepalm Roman Reigns. There's reactions online. They all did. And when you're going to put a guy like this in the match, this is the first time, I believe, since 2011 when Del Rio won the 40-man Rumble that they put a, a superstar who had lost a major championship match in the Rumble. They actually did it with both guys that night, with Randy Orton and Dolph Ziggler back in 2011. Right. This time around, if they want to do the same thing, okay, put Roman and AJ Styles. But this is, again, this is Vince McMahon's WWE where Roman Reigns, he gains superiority. That's exactly it. It's Vince McMahon's WWE. Roman Reigns coming out there at number 30 could have been done for so many reasons. You say it. It's a poor booking choice. Other people, maybe it's Vince McMahon's tease of Roman Reigns winning. It could be a very slow but sure transition to the Royal Rumble. Well, excuse me, to a heel turn for Roman Reigns. I only give it a B plus because, yeah, even though the booking of the Rumble was bad you know, when it comes to placement, I thought the AJ, the AJ Styles John Cena match was very good. It was, if not a great match. That's what gave. That's what gives it a, a C. What did I say? C minus. That's what gives you it did. a C minus for me. Otherwise, I think it would have been a D. I think it would have been a D. 
if it wasn't for that match. Really? I think so. I really, I was really disappointed with this Rumble. I was really disappointed with everything that went down. And what happened to the surprise entrances? We got one right. surprise entrant. The not the seven other unconfirmed entries are guys who are on the roster we see on a consistent basis. Yeah. I, again, I, I they did not deliver. The Royal Rumble is my favorite event of the year, and I was very disappointed uh, coming out of it. I don't think I want to even watch that Rumble ever again on the, on the network. And I usually binge watch every January. I don't want to watch that Rumble anymore. I don't blame. Is it one of the worst? Absolutely. Is it the worst? Maybe not. I mean, I was at Royal Rumble oh, 2000. I was at the Royal Rumble 2015 in Philly when Roman won, and he was in there with Big Show and Kane and Rusev towards the end. So I've gotten my fair share of bad Rumbles. Trust me. Well, I I feel that the Rumble itself had its flaws. But some of the matches were very good. Some of the buildups for these matches were good. Were there a lot of errors that were made? Yes. Does that really complicate? Complicate. I'm speaking here of me changing my B plus to maybe even a B. You know what? I'll change it. I'll make it a B. It wasn't terrible. But yes, there was a lot of flaws that we just said that could have made it better. Kevin Owens versus Roman Reigns. That whole... It became a street fight, by the way. They made a notice qualification. Yeah, out of nowhere. A street fight. Out of nowhere. Literally a street fight. Out of nowhere. And I'm watching this going. There's chairs, there's tables. And then there's Chris Jericho literally sitting up there, wasting his time. I had time. no idea this was supposed to be a no disqualification match because when they had the Shark Cage match at NXT TakeOver in Toronto between the Authors of Pain and TM61, that wasn't a no disqualification match. This Paul Ellering was up, on, up in the Shark Cage uh, 20 feet above the ring. That was it. Now, was this supposed to be a disqualification in, in no disqualification match? Uh, apparently, I guess it was. See, and that's what I hate. Fans don't know that. Well, I hate when I'm sitting there watching, and you don't know what you're watching until it happens. And then, because sometimes Michael Cole will mention it the last minute, and sometimes, oh, like, if Sasha Banks doesn't beat Charlotte, she cannot get a rematch. Michael Cole mentions it, and, and a lot of people online were really getting hard about it. Oh, Michael Cole mentioned it. Well, there was no buildup to it. It was literally Vince McMahon goes into Michael Cole's ear and says, Michael, ensure the fans that we will not be seeing Charlotte versus Sasha Banks number eight again. Okay? Okay. That's exactly what I saw. Robert John on Facebook says, delete, 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 delete Royal Rumble. He and I, I absolutely agree with him. I absolutely agree with him. Delete it. And, and, here, and, and this is the final point I'll make before we'll, we'll okay. move on to topic number two. There was no... Royal Rumble's a way to take point A and slowly drift over to point C. And, I, and at point A, I'm very confused. I'm puzzled to what they're going to do at the show of shows. Obviously, Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, pencil it in. But is The Undertaker going to fight Roman Reigns? Is Roman Reigns going to fight Braun Strowman? Is Seth Rollins now going to fight? Well, we'll get into it in a little we'll bit. We'll get into it. We'll get right. into it, obviously. But without, with Seth Rollins on the path to fight Triple H or Samoa Joe. But there, there's so many questions I had with the whole event. Uh, but I think we just have to really just move on from that. Any final Well, points? maybe that's a good thing. Maybe it's a good thing that The Undertaker, we don't know what he's doing. Is he even going to be at WrestleMania? Maybe he won't. Same goes for Roman Reigns. I like seeing the AJ Styles versus Dean Ambrose. Makes AJ look strong after a huge loss to John Cena and allows him to build his character again going into the chamber. So some things are meant to not be touched until uh, gradually closer to WrestleMania, Rich. 
Okay, topic number two tonight. Okay. The current rumored plans for the WWE Universal Championship will see Goldberg dethroning Kevin Owens at Fastlane and will defend the championship at WrestleMania. Why or why should, or why or why not, should WWE go through with these plans? Well, I understand what they're trying to do. Goldberg comes to the company. I know he wants to show his wife, wants to show his kid. He's the monster. He's the best. Stephanie McMahon, according to the storyline, went behind the scenes. He said, hey, Goldberg, are you up for another championship run? Entering the Royal Rumble, obviously not winning. And now we might possibly see a title match with Owens. And there's still a possibility. There was no sign of anyone coming up to the plate against Kevin Owens. It was more building of Roman Reigns for Strowman at Fastlane, I think it's a great idea because it allows a mini build-up before a big one. Because last year, we didn't see much of that going into Fastlane, then WrestleMania. Goldberg versus Kevin Owens, terrible idea. Terrible. We all know Goldberg would probably win unless you're, giving, unless you're going to give Kevin Owens a huge victory. But based on his very heel character of his best friend, Chris Jericho, helping him, how is he going to beat the iconic Goldberg after Goldberg just beat Lesnar in a minute and something second? So I don't understand what you're going to show me if Goldberg versus Kevin Owens. I think it might hurt Kevin Owens, his character, and Goldberg's not going to hold it for long the same way John's not. So I do not agree with this. I think Kevin Owens can have a high-caliber match that he deserves, and Goldberg should do what, what Sting did and should do what The Rock did. Give someone else the push or sit in your chair, Goldberg. All right? There's no reason <laughs> for it. I'm serious. I, don't want, I think it will harm Kevin Owens' character if he goes against Goldberg. I said it before on the Three Count Facebook page, which you obviously could like us at, and we, yes. we appreciate your likes, of course. We, we do appreciate it. Thank so you. this guy, Kevin Owens, wins the WWE. And you and don't get me wrong. You all know, and he's wearing the shirt. I, I am. I'm sworn Big AJ fan. Styles Big tonight, fan. but I'm a huge Kevin Owens fan. I'm, I'm one of his biggest. This guy carried the, ch- the title since August. Has listen, despite what you think of his reign, I'm not the biggest fan of his title reign. I'll be the first one to admit that. You're gonna take a championship off this guy who's been Raw's top heel four weeks before WrestleMania to just to give it to the guy who's not gonna be there even on a week to week basis. That's worse. What is wrong with this company? And I'm sorry, but I, I hear that I, I, I see this happen, and there's only one person I think of. And who's that one person I think of? Who? CM Punk. I think CM Punk. I think 2014, or rather 2013 CM Punk, when he's carrying the title and arguably the whole company yeah. over a year and a half in his title reign just to lose his championship to The Rock. After he beat him. And listen. After he beat him until Vince came out and screwed up everything. And listen, That's if right. you're going to give the championship to The Rock, just for you know, a little nostalgic pop, yeah, gain a couple more ratings... Then you have to put CM Punk in a high caliber match where he has a chance to win his championship back. Instead, they gave The Rock John Cena, no surprise, and then CM Punk did the uh, did the job to the Undertaker, another part timer who he had to lose to. Kevin Owens is going down that same path if he's going to lose to Goldberg at Fastlane just four weeks before WrestleMania. I think what we have to do is we need to sit down with Vince McMahon. And we need to tell Vince, your look of WrestleMania the past several years needs to literally get thrown in the garbage and redone. 
We saw Stone Cold and The Rock, two icons, two guys, full-timers, working their butt off, earn the fans' respect, created characters that will be remembered, Jim Ross once said, forever. And now, I have to see Kevin Owens, 2017, go against Goldberg? Where Kevin Owens in 2002 would have went against someone on the level of Kurt Angle and put on a great match. Because imagine Kevin Owens versus Kurt Angle in 2002. That would be an amazing match. But Kurt Angle, Kevin Owens in 2017 wouldn't happen. So I don't even think it's about what's happening before WrestleMania. It's about what Vince McMahon's look of WrestleMania is. Because if you notice, we might see two big title changes before WrestleMania. Yes. And Paul Heyman said it best on the WWE Network. It's good to know what's going to happen, but it's always about the buildup, about what the fans want to see. Where's there going to be a buildup in three weeks, especially where Monday Night Raw can't even create a decent buildup these days. So good luck trying to build up three weeks before Mania. Good luck, Vince. Good luck. And yes, and there, there's also another rumor. I don't know how true this is that Randy Orton right. may possibly. There's a possible chance he may lose his WrestleMania main event opportunity in a match what? at a, at Elimination Chamber, which is kind of unbelievable to, to even oh. fathom. Because <laughs> that <laughs> here's the thing. My Royal Rumble here's the thing down. again. I, I right. hate to go back on the Rumble because we're here. We're talking about Kevin Owens and Goldberg. It links. It links. It kind of links me. here. But Bray Wyatt, if if Bray Wyatt's gonna win a championship at that elimination chamber with right. Randy Orton being his opponent. Would it have made more sense to make Bray Wyatt the Royal Rumble winner? To elevate his career? To push him to the next level? Right. And I and I hate that I'm going back and forth here. I don't want to confuse you guys uh, because we're on the Goldberg-Kevin Owens topic. But there is a link here. There we're is. We're trying to push big talent so fu- so we can gain some future fans. So they can, st- they can have a product to go to key main event talent and not have to rely on guys from the past. When we were pushing... I say we, but when WWE was pushing guys like John Cena, Batista, Edge, and Randy Orton back in the mid-2000s, did you see any of those Attitude Era or Golden Era superstars come in and try to take away their spotlight by any nope. chance? You never saw Stone Cold Steve Austin try to get in on a, on a rivalry that, in, that involved Batista. You never saw nope. a guy like, uh, I, I, give me a, a Nate Roddy Piper, get involved in some sort of program with Edge. Because nope. there's no point to take away their spotlight when you're trying to build these guys. WWE built those guys perfectly. Now, Robert John said here in the Facebook chat, thank you for your participation, bud. If Vince didn't make it, it doesn't get over. Okay, so yep. here's the logic there. So Kevin Owens was an indie <laughs> darling, but he's going to face a guy who made his career in WCW? Your rival? Yep. How does that make sense? doesn't make sense. And how are we crazy? Are we fans in this situation? How do you guys look at us here behind this microphone? I don't know. Because apparently many superstars, many in WWE management, believe we're crybabies. We're, please, my co-host, if he walked into that network room tomorrow, I'm sure he could make a decent two-month buildup. Now, he'll be put on SmackDown Live because Raw's not good enough for that. It's very simple to make a good storyline. But I've said this. They're a business. Okay, Goldberg versus Kevin Owens creates ratings, creates money, puts money into the wealthy man's pocket, and that's up in WWE management, if you like it or not. It's that simple. Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn at WrestleMania doesn't put money in anyone's seats. That doesn't sell any merchandise. That won't bring back the ice cream bars, yummy, yum, yum. That doesn't do any of that. So it's sadly enough that I have to bring business into this, into this show. Sad. 
But that's what it sounded like in my head. A Goldberg winning that title, the fireworks, it's great for the network. Hey, subscribe to the network. Why? So you can see Goldberg win the title for the first time in 10 years. Wow, really? Good, I'm going to go on it now. You want to build rate? You want to build uh, ratings or pay-per-view buys if you want to bring these guys back? Fine. Yeah. But let them go at each other. I'm perfectly fine with Goldberg versus Brock Lesnar 3 at WrestleMania as Me long too. as it doesn't involve the Universal Championship, a current title yes. that should be seen weekly. If Brock Lesnar or Goldberg walk out champion at WrestleMania, oh my God. then we're going to go back to, okay, we're not going to see the title for three months. Forget about it. And the main title on Raw is going to be the United States Championship, which most likely they'll just put on Roman again. If they want to book this right, Kevin Owens is the champion going into WrestleMania, and he'll lose the championship to a returning Finn Balor. It only makes sense. Have him lose to anybody. Not a part-timer, and certainly don't take the title off him weeks before the big event in Orlando. Our Twitter accounts, real quick, before we go into the third topic, you can, you can follow our new three-count Twitter, at three-count underscore, sorry, at three-count live. That's out at three-count live, the number three-count live. You can follow Andrew at... Andrew Tweet GL. And you can follow me at Rich J. Rivera, as you see here on the Facebook Live screen. Final topic. On Raw, Samoa Joe made his much-anticipated debut attacking Seth Rollins. And as excited as we all got we did. for his, uh, his debut, it came with a sacrifice. Seth Rollins re-injuring his right knee, the same knee he tore up and was out on the shelf for eight months. Uh, what should WWE's plan be uh, for WrestleMania if Rollins cannot perform at the big event? According to the dirt sheets, Vince McMahon is doing the right thing. He's already creating a backup plan. One of the plans I read today, he put Samoa Joe versus Triple H, move Samoa Joe to SmackDown. Just again, while we're still early in the game, we got to make a lot of changes and we have to do it quick or the audience is going to get a little angry. So that's what they need to do. They need to look forward. Uh, even if Seth Rollins is healthy, Save him till after Fastlane then. Vince McMahon knows this. The whole, let Samoa Joe build his character. Maybe let Samoa Joe versus Rollins after Mania. That sounds like a good idea. Let Rollins confront Triple H. My leg is back. Adds to the storyline. Beats up Samoa Joe. Gets to Triple H. The security's breaking them up. He beats Triple H at Mania. And now Samoa Joe. Yeah, you beat Triple H, but I've been building. I won a Mania pre-show match. I've been kicking people's butt. I am going to get you. So I think there's a lot of potential. Now, if he cannot wrestle, he is done. His injury's through. Well, first, I feel bad for Seth Rollins. Absolutely. Because no one wants to hear, Rich, a career ended because of numerous injuries. Ken Griffey Jr., Stone Cold Steve Austin, we don't like to hear that stuff. Especially Seth Rollins. Sad. Really sad. But they know what they have to do, Rich, and they better do it quick. They, yes, they quick. and WWE has had to scramble in the past. Last year's WrestleMania was notorious because there were so many big injuries heading into the event. You had an unhealthy John Cena. Bray Wyatt got injured last minute, so he couldn't get into a yes. match where they were going to have a program yes. with him and Brock Lesnar. So they had to scrap that. Of course, Seth Rollins. Uh, oh, man. There were so many big injuries going into that car. I mean, Cesaro. Well, Cesaro was still white hot. He was hurt. Yo, well, you're speaking of that injury year. Where everyone was getting injured. Yeah, absolutely. That, that was and and Seth Rollins, of course, the, one of the biggest ones. He was a he was a the high the the biggest heel of 2015 heading into that 2016 yep. World to WrestleMania season. He gets hurt unfortunately, uh -huh. and now here we are again. And and this poor guy is gonna looks like he's probably gonna miss a second WrestleMania. I I just think when you're seeing Dr. James Andrews, it doesn't mean uh, it doesn't really mean any good news there. 
for Rollins, he needs to get healthy. He needs to take his time with this one. I don't know if this was something where he was rushed back too soon from his his first injury, and it was just only a matter of time until something popped. It was a freak accident uh, that happened on Raw. I still don't know what exactly happened. People saying it happened while he was making his way down the ramp. People said it happened when Joe was trying to take him down to the mat, and his knee kind of buckled. Uh, so that report isn't official yet, but we're hoping for the best from Seth Rollins. Now, as far as uh, WWE's approach to get around it, I think uh, if you have the utilization of The Rock, I think we're looking at possibly a match where you can have Samoa Joe take on Roman Reigns. I hate to say it. Samoa Joe versus Roman Reigns. Rock in Roman's corner, Triple H in Samoa Joe's corner, something like that. It's not terrible, Rich. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. You can build storyline. And if anything, if you want to have under, uh, Roman Reigns continue with his storyline with Braun Strowman, have their match at, at Fastlane. Fastlane. At Fastlane. And then Samoa Joe comes out. And exactly. 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 It's not a terrible idea. It's, listen, As it's, a backup idea, Rich, it's not While terrible. WWE is rushing nah. through it, I got your plan right there, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> there it is. Roman Reigns versus Samoa Joe. That's right. Uh, Samoa Joe versus Samoa Owen named Joe. Perfect. WrestleMania. We're going to make money off of it. Well, that's going to do it for our first episode of Three Count. How do you feel about the Cruiserweight division? And if WWE is using it correctly, find out next week at episode number two. We're going to talk about the Cruiserweight division and much more. And don't forget to tune in over to Hit Talkers. We'll be, less, we'll be live less than five minutes right. on interradio.com. Otherwise, until next week, take care. Take care.